Hi, my name is Shandell Short and welcome to my podcast where I will share all of the things that I am obsessed with. Self-love, healing, health, humor, and helping others navigate through the messy and magical chapters of this thing called life. I'm a small town girl who's always had a curious mind and committed to breaking glass ceilings. I took a rock bottom moment to uncover everything I could learn about the invisible threads that hold us back in life. On this podcast, I will share my perspectives. I will engage in thought provoking conversations with some of my favorite people, maybe inspire you to ask yourself questions, heal something from your past, connect you with like-minded people, or take that big leap that you've been wanting to take. There'll be lots of real talk. Think of it as sitting down with your big sister. No topics are off the table, so be prepared to be challenged, encouraged while you learn. Welcome back, or welcome if this is your first time here. Today we're going to be talking all things manifesting and why perhaps manifesting is not working for you. I've heard this quite a bit over the past six months, I would say, both online and the people around me. And really, I've been diving deep into it myself, but I haven't lost my belief in it. I've just uncovered some things that to understand why it might not be working. And I want to share those with you today because I think it's super important. If you've not heard about manifesting, attracting, intention, uh, then there's a movie called The Secret. It was out by Rhonda Bryan probably 20 years ago. Uh, This is where my journey started with uh, this. I did a vision board book like 20 years ago and I still have it. It's wild to see the things that happened uh, that I, that I, wrote down and there's some things that didn't happen. And that's what triggered last year when I moved and I found the book. That's what triggered me to really dive deeper into this. There's also uh, Jerry and Esther Hicks write some books about it. Uh, Wayne Dyer writes some book books, but this goes back like centuries. Like this is like Napoleon Hill wrote about this, you know, think and grow rich and, so many more authors you can go back and and Rhonda Bryan talks about who she kind of read about uh, to help her understand. Now, in the movie The Secret and in that movie Dare to Dream, there's something to remember. They're taking a concept and making it digestible for a larger audience. So there's some key points that could be missing that you might need to help you on your journey and that I needed to help me on my journey. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So for me, one thing that I realized that was a game changer was coming to the understanding that you can only attract what you think you deserve. Meaning you can only like bring in things into your world that you think you're deserving of or, you know, we sit there and we want these things in our life, but yet we don't really look at how to bring them in our life. We just think we work for them. And yes, work is important. Don't get me wrong on that. But it can be a roller coaster of waiting, you know, and putting things out there. You know, I, so many people have said, like, I buy lottery tickets and I visualize myself winning. And listen, I've been that person too, but. Manifesting isn't just about wishing for a million dollars and then sitting on your couch. Like what you're going to get is a big hole in your couch from sitting there. Because if you're waiting for like, and maybe it's money, maybe it's love, maybe it's health, maybe it's a job, maybe it's whatever it is, okay? If you're putting it out there in the universe that you want those things, but you're sitting back on your couch and not taking action or inspired action, nothing's going to happen. Or if you're not looking at yourself and your own beliefs or your own self-love or, you know, how you keep your environment or how you live, 
the food you eat. It came to me last night after meditation and I was like, so I read this thing about manifestation uh, without inspired action. And it was going on about that, but I'm big on analogies. So I got this visualization of, you know, manifesting without inspired action is like making a healthy meal or buying healthy food at the grocery store. We've all done it. But then eating fried food, okay, that makes us feel like shit, doesn't make us feel good, isn't helping our energy levels, isn't making us feel good. But then we're hoping we lose weight because we bought the groceries. (laughs) We made the salad for lunch. We didn't need it. We didn't do, we didn't put in the effort. And the effort isn't like, you don't have to necessarily grow the garden and all that. It's just like, we just want things easy. We just live in a world that like, oh, well, I put it out there in the universe and it didn't bring it back to me. So clearly it doesn't work or I don't deserve it. And most people will put out towards it didn't work more than I don't deserve it when it comes to money for the most part. But if people were really curious enough and got courageous in their own self-awareness journey, you point blame at something else because you're not willing to actually look at the fact that like, oh shit, I really don't think I deserve that. Or maybe you were raised in, well, today's society where, you know, people who have money that we see, you know, a lot in movies, a lot in media is like people with money are greedy and we see the evil of money and the greed of money. And we see that because the, there is so much good happening with money. Like I think like Tony Robbins feeds like billions of people a year um, through donations. So people who buy courses, he donates a certain amount of it to go towards feeding, you know, people who don't have food. Uh, because of a situation he had previously in his life. And he shares that like really on the down low, because if people, if he shares that big and wide, and he does in a little bit when you're in his conference, he shares about it because he wants people to understand that there are really good people with money doing really great things. But we live in a society that people would say, well, he's doing it for the wrong reasons. He's just doing it to be notified or to be recognized. He's doing it to brag. He's doing it to show off. Like that's what's really shitty about our society is that anybody that shares the good that's happening in the world, it's to brag or that's just the way the world works. Like social media, media is a wild world. I had a video go viral last week and until you have a video go viral on TikTok, especially because that's the most ruthless social media out there, you have no idea how twisted some people's minds are. And I'm like, I'm not, maybe it's not negative. It's just maybe you could say it's just perspective, but like, I mean, determined to see the evil in people, like just determined to just find dirt and ugliness in something that was absolutely funny and lighthearted and totally good humor with amazing intentions. But there are people who will twist to see the negative. And that's why like we live in this world where we're so consumed with the media or social media and less focused on our own beliefs about stuff. And I recorded a podcast. I don't know if I've already said this or not because I'm going to repeat it. But there's a podcast called Limiting Beliefs where I talk about, uh, you know, where our beliefs come from. And you might not even be aware. Some people are so, you know, unaware of their unconscious beliefs that are operating in their life. You know, and if you did, if you picked up that belief growing up that like money is evil People of money are greedy. Money does bad in the world. You know, all of that. Then it doesn't matter how many friggin' checks you put of a million dollars on your wall. You are not going to attract it because your subconscious is trying to keep you safe. 
It's trying to keep you safe from being an evil, greedy person because you don't think you're an evil, greedy person. So that's a limiting belief that is stopping you from moving forward. So you'll only attract to the level that you think you deserve. And if you think that money is bad, you're not going to, you're not going to attract it. That's just one example. I could go deeper and say love. Okay. If you, you know, believe in like, you know, this notebook type love, but you're expecting to like go into an Amazon type world of options, then you're always just going to think there's somebody better, there's somebody better, there's somebody better. And you're just trying to like, you know, you want quick delivery so you don't have to be alone and you want to keep meeting new people so that you don't have to look at yourself. But even if you found the best love in the world, you will not be able to keep it, appreciate it, or respect it because you don't believe you deserve it. Somewhere inside of you, if you cannot keep love or you have constant issues in your relationships, it's not the other person. And it's a concept that is so wild and so few people believe that. Like so many clients, if I'm like, yeah, well, okay, well, how about we just take a break from dating? And they're like, yeah, no, I don't need to. I took like two weeks off. <laughs> and they don't understand the concept of like, when, you bec- when you're alone, this is where you get to show yourself the love you deserve. You get to understand what you believe about love, who you are without another person. You get to heal what somebody else told you you were. And everybody is capable of love. But if somewhere along the way of your childhood, you know, you're, you know, you had an emotionally unavailable parent or your parents worked all the time, which, you know, they definitely, they weren't always there for you and it wasn't their fault. But like, if you didn't feel safe back then to be, you know, in relationship where you were told, you know, don't cry or people don't show emotion and just shut down. Like you're going to do that in relationships. And I'll do a whole other podcast on this, but when you're emotionally unavailable, if you keep attracting emotionally unavailable people, then that means that you are emotionally unavailable because you will attract what you think you deserve. And so many times people will be wanting to attract this amazing partner But they'll settle for, you know, Tom, who's so-so, or Karen, and then wonder why they're so miserable. Well, because you settled. You didn't show yourself that you deserved the space and the time and the love to give yourself and that you don't deserve to be treated that way or that life and love doesn't have to be like that. You didn't give yourself the space to show yourself different. Not sure if that's landing well, but like, I hope you you understand what I'm trying to say here is like the same thing with health. You know how many people like lose 20, 30, 40, 100 pounds and they end up gaining more back because they don't see themselves as that healthy person. It feels false to them. Or it feels like, it's not who they really are inside because they're constantly beating themselves up and self-sabotaging and, you know, in, in war with their internal demons. It's the thing with lottery. So people win the lottery and they end up losing the money because somewhere deep inside of them, they don't believe they deserve it or they, did, they think that their worth is outside of them. So they have to keep buying and buying and buying things to feel worthy because that money, that check, did not make them feel worthy. So surely it's in the things that you need to buy or the people you need to surround yourself with or the bigger car or the more beauty procedures or the better job. It's always outside of you. And until you receive those things and whether you recognize it in the moment or you have to completely lose it to realize, oh shit, I did have it. Why didn't I not see it? Or why was I not present? And I realized that about some 
a, a area of my life last year and I was like, ooh, okay. Okay, understand, check, I get it. I get it. And then I just went into doing the work of changing that. And it's wild when you do. So if you can only manifest to the level that which you think you deserve and, you know, that you're worthy of receiving, keeping, or growing. And then we live in a world where we blame others, have false confidence, are smoke screens trying to, you know, we're inauthentic people, but yet we complain that nobody's authentic anymore. There's no real connections. But yet we spend more and more time wanting things and we either get it or die trying to realize that it wasn't the answer to fulfillment. We're, I mean, we live in a society that's based on consumerism. It's everywhere. And we're chasing trivial pursuits, you know, artificial amusement. And we can't stop checking everything. Our phones, our emails, you know, mainly tech. We're addicted to technology. Endless hours of TV, social media, you know, false connections, fulfillments. We're spending our lives watching strangers or people we barely know and not actually being present in our own life. And our energy is being drained by all these ads we're seeing by the either judgment of the people we're seeing saying, oh my God, did you see her? Or, oh my God, I want that. I'm not worthy of that. I want to get like that. And if I get that, it's going to make me be good like that person. Notifications are ruining our mind, damaging our productivity. And then we're turning to meds because we, you know, and I'm not saying people don't have this, so don't come at me. But like, then people are going to doctors saying, I can't focus, I feel depressed, you know, I'm anxious, no wonder, but like, it's because we're drained, we are living in a society like that, and not very many people are taking a step back, so you kind of get the concept to think of what I'm trying to say is like, we're living so much outside of us, and very little living back inside of us, and we really stop and ask ourselves, what do you really want out of this life? What is it you really are looking for? What is going to make you happy? And so many people will think it's something, a million dollars, the bigger car, like I said, it's something there, the love. That's going to make life perfect. But is it? You know, studies are showing now that when they ask people who are trying to manifest a million dollars. So if they've put that on their vision board, they're, they're asking people, doing studies now, to say, what is it that the money's giving you? Like, take away, so you know, pretend you have the million dollars, you have the love of your life, whatever. What, wh- how do you feel? What is the, the feeling that you're after? What are the thoughts that you think? And the top answers are, it's money it's freedom people want freedom people are tired of working themselves to death tired of being you know numbing out on tv at the end of the day or you know exhausted from keeping up with the joneses or kids are in six or seven activities a week and checking all the boxes people are tired because we're not in aligned with the consumerism that society is pushing out for us. So the top answer is freedom, peace, security, less stress, to be more present. Crazy. To me when I saw that, because I was like, oh. And there's other ones like vacations or a bigger house and whatever. And listen, none of those things are bad. All of those are wonderful and you deserve every single one of them. So don't please don't ever think that I think money is bad. It's the idea that what do you think it's going to give you? And do you think you deserve it? And that's what I really want to get to today. So I'm going to 
ask you this question. What is it that you're trying to manifest? Then I want you to answer this. So I'd like you to think about something in your mind. What is it that you would like to manifest in your life right now or attract in your life? Maybe another word would be, how would you like to be living your life if, you know, there was no hold, like there was, you could have whatever you wanted, what would you choose? And then ask yourself, how will you feel? How would you feel if it was given to you? Already given to you, if it's money in the bank, it's there, if it's the love of your life, you know, they're sitting beside you. If it's vacation, you're there. If it's a house, you're living in it. What are you feeling when it's already here? What emotions? What are the outcomes? How are you living your life when you visualize your manifestation already here? How do you feel? Then I want you to ask yourself, do you think you deserve it? Truly. Do you really think that you deserve that? Or what do you think you're going to have to do to get it, keep it, grow it? And do you think you're capable of it? Okay. Now, some of you, will have, everyone will have different answers for this, but some of you might have just realized, huh, okay, I want it more peace and less stress, or I want it more love, or if it was health, I want to feel good. All right, so what can you do today? Today, if, if, if this already happened, what can you do today to feel that? What are you doing that's keeping you from it? What's standing in your way? What thoughts or actions or belief are coming up for you when you're like, oh, yeah, if it was mine. uh, But then I wouldn't have my job and my job's part of my identity. Or even if I had, people say this about, even if I had millions of dollars, I would still work. What? <laughs> like, okay. Would you still be doing the same type of work? Would you be volunteering? Would you be donating? Let's say billions, because I feel like millions isn't enough to quit working these days. But that could also be a limiting belief of mine. But maybe you're investing it right and you can take the time. But like also let's let's look. That's that's probably one of my limiting beliefs, which I just realized as I said it. Because if it's that you want you know, a $5 million mansion and all these trips and all of that. And you have $2 million in the bank. Well, of course you're going to, it's just like you're trying to keep up with your own spending habits. But if you're like, I just want freedom. This was one of my biggest things that came to me last year is that I want it. I used to think, and if you look back at my vision board, it's freaking wild because I had this big, beautiful house this like mansion, not mansion, but like big, beautiful house in suburbia. And I was driving a Land Rover and it was just like, I think it was a Porsche actually, my vision book. And I realized I don't want those. And maybe it's age, maybe something changed in me, maybe it's whatever, but I was like, I would rather a medium-sized house money in the bank, investments, and freedom to do more of what I love to do. I would record more podcasts. I would give coaching for free more. I would do all of the things that fill my freaking heart up so much. I would do so many more of those. I would volunteer, you know, at shelters and probably rescue dogs and all of those things like I would rather, because I thought that those things were going to bring me joy. And through my own inner work, I realized like, oh, that's not it at all. But until I did the work, I didn't realize it. 
So if you have your manifestation, I'm going back to that a little bit. I just want to track for a minute. But if I, if you go back to this, you have your manifestation. Okay. How do you speak to yourself? What are the conversations going on in your head? Because chances are right now you're, you know, you could be exhausted, you're tired, or, you know, you feel like you're doing everything you can and it's not enough. And, you know, you're never going to reach your goal weight or you're always behind in bills or never have enough money. So if you have your manifestation, how do you speak to yourself? What beliefs are changing? How are you acting? And then go back to what can you do today? And if there's a really, really large gap in what I can do today to feel the way I want to feel, that's your work. So what is it? If you want, if you've realized that that million dollar check was going to give you freedom, what is it that you could do today to feel freedom? And if you have no examples in your mind, if you're like nothing, there's nothing I can do, but get the million dollars, wonderful, then there's our work right there. And if you were my coaching client, I would say, perfect, this is where we start. Because there's so many things, and I'm going to give you a list of the things that you can do today to lower your stress and bring more freedom. And people will be like, that's not going to. Yes, it will. I promise you. I've done it. It works. Coaching clients do it. First thing I'm going to tell you is go clear your clutter. Go clear your clutter. Clutter. Sell the stuff that is no longer serving you. If you don't wear it or haven't in a year, give it to someone who can wear it today. If it's a gadget or your kid's toys or furniture that nobody sits their ass on, get rid of it. Sell it. Give it to someone who needs it. Family that just moved here from out of country. Like people are want, there's people out here that are wanting things and you have access of things. You have, I guarantee it, most of you listening are going to realize that, oh yeah, I don't need 15 winter jackets or 17 pairs of jeans, especially the ones that I think I'm going to fit back into from high school. Like, Go through your stuff and I guarantee you're going to realize how much more things you have and also you're going to clear the clutter which is going to clear the energy which is going to be less stressful. When you're in a clean environment, it feels like freedom. It feels really freaking good. Guess what also feeling feels good? Giving things away or making some of your money back instead of going, oh, that's just sitting there rotting. Okay, well then sell it to somebody for 30 bucks and take the 30 bucks and go treat yourself to a nice dinner or a manicure or tickets to a game. I don't know how much tickets to a game are, but like go get rid of the things that are not being used or useful in your house and put them towards something that is so that you feel better. Like today, <laughs> this weekend, whenever you're listening to this. I promise you, it's amazing. I did it with books. Like, could not believe it, I did it with books. I might have talked about this in a previous podcast when I talked about clearing clutter. But um, my books were stressing me out. <laughs> I always say I wish I, I wish I was the person I am at the bookstore and the grocery store all of the time. Because... She would be one smart, healthy bitch, like I'm telling you right now. But, you know, I'm a human being and I buy books and have all intentions of reading them all and then never do. So my books were stressing me out because it felt like this task that I had to do instead of enjoying something. I was feeling like I got to read that book. I got to read that one first because I bought that one first. And I was stressing myself out about reading books. Like just goes to show if you are programmed for stress in your life, you will always find it. I promise you that. So in this effort to have less stress, I realized about my books and I started getting rid of the books that I was like, I will never read that. That doesn't align with who I am today or 
I already read that one. Get rid of it. So I just felt good again. <laughs> my books close. I do it all the time, constantly. My house, if something is sitting or you know, goes underneath the couch or stuck in a closet. I just don't let it. I get rid of it. And people say I'll regret it someday, but I don't because in the moment I'm happy. And there's nothing better than feeling like, imagine when you clean your car or you clean your house, like that good feeling. That is what you're after. It's freedom. Okay. So yes, it's not going to put a million dollars in your bank, but it's about bringing your energy to that level. Like, oh yeah, I deserved that time. And guess what you would have been doing with that time otherwise? Probably watching Netflix. Sitting there looking at someone else's life on social media. Not bringing into alignment of something else. Another one. You want less stress? Shut off your notifications. Because I'll tell you right now. If you were had all the money that you wished you had in your life. Or the type of love that you wanted in your life. Would you constantly have your notifications on? Ding, 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 ding. Like, would that person need to have those on? Because they think they're missing out? Because they think they need to work harder? Because someone's trying to reach them and, you know, that the world can't go on without them? Nope. If that, like, to me, no. (laughs) To me, no. Because I would be more disconnected from this world because I, I know I don't need it anymore, but I would not have been that person even a year or two ago. So shut the distractions off on your phone. Be present. Like Be present right now. And if it's healthy that you're after, how would that person dress? How would you dress? Would you be getting up and getting dressed and be looking pretty or looking handsome, putting on that outfit, not saving it for, you know, a special occasion, but you're wearing that dress to work. You are just looking like a queen or you're wearing that, you know, awesome dress shirt or whatever. Like you're, you're, you're putting that stuff to use now instead of waiting or how are you eating? Hey, how is that person eating? So if you've lost the 30 pounds, how's that person eating to, to remain healthy? And drink more water, for God's sakes. People have no idea how much, how many people are walking around stressed and hanging on to, you know, anxiety and all of that because they're freaking just dehydrated or not sleeping enough because you're on your phone, you're on your TV, you're on all of those things. You're just so stimulated all day long. And I know that because I did it yesterday. I worked late on my computer And I'm usually in bed reading by early, like 8, 39 o'clock. I know that sounds early, but I'm also up at five. So that's just the price I pay. And I don't have any electronics in my room um, at all. I keep my phone in the bathroom uh, for it to go off and I get up because I don't like any technology around my head or when I sleep or it's just really nice. And Last night, I did not do that. You know, it was 1.30 before I fell asleep. Just could not fall asleep, could not get into it, was miserable with myself this morning, you know, sucked. And because we're overstimulated world, so take a step back. You can feel less stress and you can feel freedom and you can feel more peace today. You don't need the money in the bank, but yes, that would really help and make it a whole lot different. But I promise you by taking a step back and taking action today, because if you don't, right, and that million dollars arrives, you're never going to, you might notice it, but you'll never enjoy it or be present with it or really take the time because you're still addicted to the notifications and consuming all the stuff that you think you need in your life. Because I'll tell you one thing, the habit of decluttering often shows you how much less you need in your life. When you know that's what you do every three months, I do it every quarter. It shows me how little I need in my life. Now, I love nice things. I love nice clothes. I love like, you know, a nice jacket and stuff like that. Like, I'll always buy and and lean into fashion but I will spend more money on a sweater or a pair of pants than go buy 10 on sale now. 
because that's just a switch that happened to me because I realized that that was coming from a lack mentality, like I need more. But instead, more didn't make me feel good. I might have only wore three or four of those 10 pairs of pants or items that I bought on sale. Whereas if I wear that sweater and that one pair of jeans, you know, every week, then I was going to feel really great because I love how I feel when those are on. So that switch of enjoying what you have, being grateful for what you have, feeling like a freaking queen, that or a king, that is like those vibrations of I deserve this. Whereas if I'm putting on the, you know, sweater that I got on sale for 10, it's like, yes. And don't get me wrong. I love a good sale. So don't come in for that either. I love a good sale and I will always buy it sale. But if I have a choice to have 150 items in my closet or 75 that I really love, I will choose that. And I just give it away to people who might need it or might really enjoy it. Like sometimes I'll give something to someone I know would really like it or they've complimented on it and they wear it and they get so much more joy out of it. Anyway, going back to the conversation is less time on social media, less time watching TV, more time learning what makes you feel joyful, what makes you feel fulfilled. So that when those things arrive in your life, they're not filling a void. They're extra. You have the space to enjoy them. You already know you deserve them because you've given yourself that space of no no notifications, less clutter, eating healthier. Like you're getting in alignment. That's what alignment is called. You're getting in alignment with the person that you are hoping to be or what you're hoping to attract or manifest in this world because if you are putting the million dollars on the board but overspending, not valuing your money, wasting it on things, buying things to try to appear like you're wealthier or to others, that is not respecting your money. That's not valuing your money. It's not appreciating the money you do have because I'll guarantee you right now there's somebody out there that is wishing for your circumstance. And, you know, the reason why people say that it doesn't work is because of that. We're not willing to look into this deeper sense of self. And yeah, people think like, oh, it's so woo-woo and it's whatever. It's not. It's asking yourself the bigger questions. What is it? I'm chasing being rich. But what is it that I'm really looking for from rich? Security? Okay, well, how can I make myself feel more secure today? So that I can appreciate or achieve the journey along the way. There's like a quote that says it's not about the destination, it's the journey along the way. And it's so true. You know, we might think that like when it comes to love, for instance, like if I have that tall, dark, handsome, or the, you know, beautiful lady by my side, then I'll feel loved. Mm, no. Because <laughs> you might either not even recognize that you're lovable or don't believe that you're lovable, so you'll self-sabotage it, or you don't even recognize their love. You have to be able to be present and you have to be able to understand your own shortcomings and your own areas of growth and your own areas of work that you can do on yourself while waiting, not waiting, while aligning yourself to those things that you're trying to manifest. It's so much less about the thing oftentimes, and it's more about a feeling. So how can you give it to yourself today? Because that's what gets you into alignment. And that is where I think if you watch any of those movies or you you hear that stuff on manifesting, that's where... I say that they missed the mark is teaching you the mindset work that comes along with the manifesting because like I said, the people who will gain, you know, more weight back than they lost or, you know, lose all the money they won. It's because they don't think that they deserve it. So that's why I said, when I started this, you can only attract to the level that you think you deserve. 
or that you think that you're worthy of because you won't keep it, you won't attract it, keep it, or grow it when it does there because you don't think you deserve it. Most of your space and energy will be that. You are worthy of whatever it is that you want. And if you think I've had so many broken relationships, there's no way that I could love. It's just not in the cards for me. It is. Love is a huge part of human connection. It doesn't matter what gender or whatever. It's just it, everybody needs love. It's one of our biggest lessons in life. It's one of our biggest, you know, joys. It's one of our biggest gifts in life is each other. And in order to find that love that we're looking for, usually that inner work is our own. Because so often we expect other people to change. We want other people to change to suit our needs, but we're never willing to do the work to meet our own. We're never willing to do that work to wait for the person we deserve. We're going to settle for the person we don't. Instead of and, and proving to ourselves more and more that we're not worthy of love by settling for less instead of going, no, I am worthy and I am capable and I, and I will figure this out because I want that love. I really do. Then, then figure it out. Like there's everything's figure outable. It's just doing the work to get there. And that's what people don't want to do. We did not come on this earth, God, universe, whatever you believe, did not put us here to suffer. Grow, yes. Learn, yes. But not suffer. Our only, our only bit of suffering is like lessons. It's not meant to be forever or extended. That's on us. I read something in a book the other day and it said a bad day is threatening to the ego but it's a good day for the soul. Only, this is me adding it, only if you choose to grow from it. You know, if you've had a bad day, you know, I don't know, bad day at work or bad relationship failed or whatever, and you're constantly blaming or looking outside or playing victim or disassociating. Disassociating is like, not processing your feelings or emotions about it or not looking at going like, hey, what could I do that's in my control? That's in my control, which your only thing you can control is your thoughts, actions, and emotions. So you cannot control another person. Get that out of your head. So what can I do next time or tomorrow or moving forward that will help me grow from this? That's a good day for the soul. That's taking a bad day and turning it good. And you might be like, that is way too much work. Listen, this becomes so much quicker and so much easier as you go. The more you get used to it, it's like a practice. Now I can hang up from a conversation and be like, ooh, wish I didn't say that. Next time I'm going to handle that differently. And then I hold myself accountable to the growth. I'm not perfect at it. There's many times I mess up too because I'm a human being and that's what we're here to do is learn and grow. But when I heard that, that a bad day is only threatening to the ego, which is our human selves, our subconscious, our motherboard that's running in the background. We think we failed. We think we've messed up. We think all of those things. Well, it's not forever. So just find the growth in it and move forward. You are either in a growth mindset, which is finding the growth in it, or you're prolonging your journey. If you overspent on a shopping trip or, you know, you refuse to follow a budget, it's not, what do you think you're going to do when you get the money? You're just going to overspend it. If you think that you need everything outside of you and you don't respect that money, like it's energy, it's energy. And just remember like wherever there's judgment, whether it be on yourself and this one comes up a lot um, with health coaching clients is like, you know, or people looking at health in their life is if you're constantly judging yourself, if your self-talk and your inner dialogue is constant judgment or failure, there is no room for love. It's an, it's, it shows you the lack of love. So you no, know you can't change that 
you know, immediately and just think one thought and it's better. No, depending on how old you are, you've had these thoughts for 30, 40, 50 years. So you, it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, well, I tried that. It didn't work. <laughs> just like you tried manifesting and it didn't work because you're getting into alignment with it. And it's like a slow merge, okay? It's not Amazon Prime. You can't get everything quick. It's not a quick run through the drive-through. When you try to achieve those in that type of manner, that's the results that you get. It comes in quick and it leaves quick, right? You can take a weight loss trick that you'll lose 10 pounds quickly, but guess what? You gain 12 back. It, it, it. The easy way is just a distraction. That's all it is. So if you really think about it, if you're sitting there and you're wondering like, am I going to win the lottery? Am I going to get that love of my life? And you're trying to manifest all of that or, you know, I need that job in order to do that because I don't think I can make it on my own or I need that big house to feel this. Here's your reminder. Stop waiting on a person, a check, a job or God to give you that to prove that you're worthy because it's keeping you from feeling worthy and keeping you from seeing other solutions. So many people, I just want to win the lottery. It's like the analogy of, you know, the person who wanted a cake. I don't know. That's a joke or something like, I don't know where they wanted a cake and all the ingredients for the cake were in front of them, but they were so upset because they didn't get the cake. They didn't want to do the work and make the cake, which when they would have had the cake and enjoyed it better because they made it. This is an example. You might not get a million dollar check, but you might get a million dollar idea and you have to be open to it. You have to be willing to take the risks and nothing, nothing in this world, not even love, not even my childhood stuff, not even anything has challenged me more personally than taking a leap to be a business owner. Entrepreneurship is no joke. It's a personal development journey that is one all in itself. So if you have an idea or you have a thing or you you know, want the freedom of working for yourself and all of that, it is completely possible, but you have to do the inner work to get there. You have to believe that you're believing yourself and believe it's possible. If you want love, you have to literally align with it and feel that you're worthy of that. The universe, there's a book called, uh, Gabby Bernstein is another author that talks a lot about this. Um, you know, the universe always has your back. God, universe, whatever you want to call it, will always deliver. Always. But sometimes not the way we think. And sometimes not how we envisioned it. And if you're not getting it, it's because it's trying to steer you in another direction. Especially when it comes to love or a job or things like that. And maybe sometimes people say that's just something people say to soothe, you know, the ego. Okay. But if you really trust that, like that relationship didn't work for a reason, you know, that job, you didn't get it for a reason. And your job is just to continue to believe in yourself, continue to get into that alignment, continue to show yourself what you're capable of so that you can feel the gratitude, feel the gratitude in today. Like just today, what is it around me? Like look around you, pick 10 things that you have. And if you do that every single day, like I'm so, and you have to find something new every single day to be grateful for. What are 10 things today that I'm grateful for? I'm so grateful for my amazing smoothie that I had this morning, my warm cup of coffee, my fresh, clean drinking water. And I've talked about this before, but, you know, gratitude is the quickest way out of feeling like a victim. Gratitude is the quickest way to realize how much you have that someone else doesn't. If you constantly sit there in this world and you're looking for evil and you're looking for dirt and you're looking for judgment and you're looking at all of the evil, you will continue to see that. I promise you, especially in today's society where you can hold media in your hand and see it all. 
and I'm not being ignorant or not being insensitive to what else other things that are going on in the world. But I promise you right now, if you continue to look for the dirt and the evil in people, you will continue to find it. Instead, look for the greatness in your life. Become present. Come present back into your life. You can be in this world and not let it keep you from understanding your true value. And the way that you do that is stop seeking your value in an outside world. See the way your kids appreciate you instead of having the finest designer bag so the moms will be impressed with you, but you put it on credit and you couldn't really afford it. If you can afford it, man, fill your boots, kill it, love it, enjoy it, celebrate it. But if you're putting it on credit to fit in or look good to other people or look rich to other people, but yet you're still paying it off and stress about money, that is not making you feel good. It's lowering the vibration. So just let me repeat that again. You can be in this world, but not let it keep you from truly knowing your value. Just remember that because you are so friggin' worthy and all of your manifestations that you desire, like if you have a dream, you have it because it's possible, because it's meant for you. Might come in a different package, might come in a different way, but I'm telling you, it's very possible. God universe did not leave us here to suffer. But sometimes we hang on to that ourselves way too long. So I encourage you to do that inner work. Ask yourselves the tough questions and spend the time getting those, those feelings and emotions today. You don't have to delay it anymore. You're worthy and you're loved. And let me know if you have any takeaways from today's conversation. If you have any questions or any feedback, it went way longer than I expected, but I get so passionate talking about this topic. So I hope you enjoy it and please let me know what you're thinking about it. Have a wonderful day. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. We just finished another podcast together. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your takeaways, what were your favorite parts, or continue this conversation. Head over to my Instagram. It will be listed in the show notes. Let's continue to grow together. With love, Shandell.